Sorry, there's supposed to be a transition there. I didn't get to it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just only one. Uh, yeah, we're good. We've been lucky. It's a spooky, spectacular, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, our MCU reviews, and our Firesat chats on all things Marvel. This is episode 59, I believe, yes. of the Marvel Mondays Initiative. Thank you. And today's topic is our review of the special presentation, sorry, the Marvel special presentation of Werewolf by Night. If you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps us, I'm sorry, it helps the algorithms, and that in turn helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, please consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for when we go live with all our shows, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, and, of course, Anime Nation. For those of you who don't know, my name is Christian Macias, the curator of cinema and your host for the evening. Alongside me today, you heard his voice for just a second there. He is the director uh, of all... I'm sorry, is that right? Yes. Here we go. Our one and only director of operations, Ben Guerrero. Hello. Um, boss. How are you doing today? First off, don't call me your boss. I'm not your boss. In order for me to be your boss, I Dude. have to pay you, you know? I woke up in a freaking daze. It's it's autumn now, especially here in the Pacific Northwest, right? So, yeah. like, I woke up and I was like, oh, it's like 5.30. It's so dark. And I looked at my time and I was like, oh, I overslept. Uh, I should have been clocked into work already. Uh-oh. Just a little bit past oh, eight. fuck. No, it's fine. It was like 8.10. Like right. it's, no, it's no big deal. Okay, okay. The okay. other voice you're here. I'm sorry, Ben, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I literally just said yeah, I know, I know. I literally just said. It's a, it's a reflex. It's I'm, a, a I'm good, though. Thank you. How about you? I'm good. How about yourself? No, I'm just <laughs> and the, the other voice you might have heard for just a second. He is the based man himself, my Evangelion misanthrope, Ryan the Lion 3055, a.k.a. Ryan Smith. Hello. How's it going, guys? Excited to be here on Marvel Mondays? Yeah, it's weird having you on the show. It's it's strange. It's strange. Yeah. Is it? It's kind of nice. A little change of pace. You know what I mean? A little different. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not weird in a bad way. It's just <laughs> I I'm gonna be it's speaking special. to Ryan for all three shows this week. I guess. <laughs> oh, sweet heavens! Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Let us get into some housekeeping for today. Uh, is this a update? No, to the agenda. I, I, I'll take the rain on this. Tell me. Tell me. Um, this week, we are doing... Uh, I know we had said, in the background, I had said that we were going to do Black Adam. But Black Adam sucks. So let's not do Black Adam. Let's just do House of the Dragon in review. Sorry, it's all House... that movie for nothing? No, no, we'll still do it. Wow. The we're going to do it for the end of the line. But, I mean... Nobody held a gun to your head, Ryan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I said I'd go see it for the review. Okay, okay. All right. So we have to do it. No, there's no choice. Um, we'll be doing the uh, House of the Dragon in review. Uh, I got to stop doing that. House of the Dragon review. Um, probably Thursday, I think. Uh, yeah, Thursday. Thursday works. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can get... I think Matt Grover said he might be available. And I might see if we can get Travail on, because, you know, why not? Travail? Yeah. Um, and then uh, tomorrow, I believe, uh, I'm going to, let me just stop giving actual dates and just put out what we might be doing. Um, we are going to do a penultimate games show this week about 
God of War Ragnarok? God, God, Ragnarok, right? That is the name of the game, yeah. That's the new one? Yeah. So That's then, the name of the game? There you go. We're, we're going to be talking about, I guess, a deep dive on God of War into God of War Ragnarok. All right. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Then perfect. That leads us over into our Marvel news for the week. Of course, the biggest item, probably our only item for today, is that we woke up today to a new trailer drop. It is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The trailer has finally released. Uh, vibe check. How are we feeling after it? Ruben is dancing, so I'm assuming he thinks it's uh, a good trailer. Are you fucking kidding me? This is probably the the second movie out of the whole MCU Phase 5 and 6 that I, I am excited for. Obviously, number one being the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. This is uh, a Phase 4 movie. No, I'm sorry. You're right. Black Panther's the last Phase 4. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I apologize. this discussion again. Already. I know. Jesus I, Christ, I know. man. But anyway. That's my bad. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, yeah, uh, I'm hyped for this movie. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of let me down with its lackluster, you know, villain. The Ghosts of Christmas Past, I think is what her name was. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, like, they can't really screw up Kang. He's already been introduced. So. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hope. Well, I mean, they can still mess him shit. up, so to speak. Nah, I guess. Yeah, but like it's his... a variant. It's okay, you know. It's fine if they mess him up. That's true. I guess. Yeah, the one yeah. from Loki was a variant. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right there. So it's fine. Everything's fine. But from what it looks like, it looks fucking awesome. And oh man, can't wait. Ryan. Ryan, how about you? I, I'm not feeling it. I'm I'll be you. honest here. I was like, this is a mid-ass trailer. It was this mid. Yep. It was very much like the scene where they're getting sucked into the carnivores. That looked like out of 2011. That that looked bad. I was like, oh, this isn't great. Uh, some of the scenes look really cool, like the worlds and stuff. I'm interested in some of the background stuff looks cool, but overall. It just feels like Ant-Man again. I've done Ant-Man 1 and 2. Ant-Man 1's a good movie. Ant-Man 2 isn't. It, I'm not sure where this one's going to be. It just this didn't get me excited for the movie. Nothing about this movie has gotten me excited. From not the even. poster they put out at Comic-Con that looked awful. To the new poster, which oh, I also think worse. doesn't look good at all. It's so bad. It's, it's a terrible poster. I, I agree. It's really bad. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really bad poster. Are we I'm sorry. About the same poster. <laughs> yeah, with a giant king with a little ant man on his yeah. fingers. It looks the, so the bad. The unseeable ant man. <laughs> that was the whole point of the first uh, thing that we got. Right. For Ant-Man. I get it. I'm just I'm just saying if this to bring in the next big bad that is going to be building two phases out of no no no. i'm a little worried you it's not though because we've already had the big bad introduced already loki i mean it was it was again he was uh, in loki he was so this is not an introduction anymore this is all guns going i think that's not the right phrase but you're gonna tell me that thank you, Spider Man didn't didn't get you? No? No. 
You're no, monsters. it made me like it less. You are monsters. <laughs> it dropped it down one peg. Oh my god, why do I do this show with you guys? I mean, sure, I mean, it's it's not a bad joke. I mean, it's just, it's a joke. It just, whatever. When do I ever laugh at trailer jokes? Never. Um, here's my take. I actually disagree with Ryan. I think the, the them getting sucked in the, into the quantum stuff was actually, like, where I was most interested in the trailer. Like, I think, like, the... The relationship that uh, Scott has with like this new Cassie is going to be kind of interesting and pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It was everything to do that's actually in the quantum stuff. Like the CGI was a nightmare for me. Like it just looked like a visual, like it's just visual noise. Like nothing was like look at look at the shot compositions in so many of them. Like it just like where do my eyes focus? Like nowhere. And then even worse is that they're using the volume and it looks like garbage in this. Like. I get Wait, it's a trailer. Wait, this was done in the volume? And yeah, and you can tell. It looks fucking terrible. This is like when, when, this is when they use the volume in Thor, Love, and Thunder. And it's like, they're just, the volume is just like a backyard. Why aren't, why don't they just film in a backyard somewhere? Why do they have to green screen this? <laughs> Granted, they have to green screen because like it's, it's, they're in the quantum room. I, I understand that, but there are ways to make it look good. It looked terrible in this. Movie itself, I'm sure will be good. I actually kind of, I actually like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I had fun with it. Are you sure? Uh, is it the, is it no, the best Marvel a... movie? No, <laughs> it's you know what I mean. But like, I, I enjoy it. I, I I feel like this this is gonna be a tad bit better. My thing is, and I think Hugo is actually right on this. If Hugo ends up listening, um, this movie is kind of ripping off Guardians a little bit. I think it's going for the the tone of a Guardians of the Galaxy, which might be a good thing. The Guardians movies are good, right? And if they can like match that a little bit, they might be onto something. So. It's got a similar I, vibe. It, it, if if I didn't knew if I didn't know it was the quantum realm, I'm like, oh, they're in space somewhere. You know what I mean? I definitely have to agree with that. If you're going to do this Marvel cinematic humor, the only one that has ever really stuck for me with it is Guardians. Guardians has the right vibe and everything for that, so it fit well to do a movie. And if that's what you want to base these more comedic side movies on. It's definitely the best blueprint they have. So yeah, I could definitely see it being a Guardians-esque film. You're shaking your head, Ruben. Why? I was so hyped for this movie. And I'm, I still am. <laughs> you still can't? You still can't be. I, I, yeah. No, I, I still am. But it's like, you know, what is gonna? what do you guys want? From these fucking movies. I'm I'm sorry. The first Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever trailer was fucking rips. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it needed great to trailer. be, you know, because of Chadwick Boseman. It needed to live up to the hype. Like, what do you want from Peyton Reed, man? What, what do you want? What more do you want from these guys? I don't know. Just to make a cool movie, and so, I, I, jury's jury's still out. I'll have to, to wait and see. To quote, I believe it was Hugo. Peyton Reed asking uh kevin feige while he's smoking his 27th cigarette of the day <laughs> like leave this man alone christian just just let him be let the just watch these movies if you don't want to watch them don't watch them you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it good i don't know I expect it, it's gonna to. it this leads into the king dynasty or whatever or yeah, yeah, yeah so okay all right i have to see i have to see how phase five kicks off you know what i mean I just wanted my Blade movie, but now that's gone forever. Oh, uh, isn't it sad how much they're fumbling Blade? <laughs> it really is. Like, come on now. It's really come bad. on. It's really bad. It's kind of upsetting, actually. 
Uh, actually, before we move on, let's do a quick hype check on uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I haven't. There was another trailer that dropped. I haven't seen it. I don't know if you guys have. No. Remember, I have been. I did. I did. I did. I did. I've been avoiding them. I have as well. Uh, like, I only saw the first one, which I think is one of the best Marvel trailers to ever come out. I, I love the first trailer for this movie. I am extremely hyped from at least what I have seen of this film from that trailer, from what I hear. It, I'm excited for this one. Heck yeah. Ruben, two weeks away. You excited for Walk On to Forever? So the thing is, like... I don't know. You can stop. Stop there. Stop there. <laughs> stop by your head. Stop no, your like, head. Uh, am I excited for Wakanda Forever? I'm excited to see where the story goes, but like I d- did not really like uh, Black Panther one. Like it was what? Yeah, yeah. I'm more of what? A, I'm more of an Ant Man guy, you know. Um, I, I, my this hype levels are first. still my hype levels are still high, but it's like not as high as yours, you know. You're, you guys are probably like at a 9, 8, 8.5, 9. I'm like at a 6. Yeah. I don't know, man. Ryan Cooler makes fucking cool movies is my thing. Yeah, but like the first one was, it, it, it wasn't bad in any means. Like of course I, not. It was I, great. I, I don't think it was bad, but I don't think it was great, you know? I don't think it was great. Go go watch Black Adam. That's oh god no, I don't want to watch that. I hear the hierarchy of power change. Stop stop! I hate this (laughs) fucking phrase. The hierarchy of power. Oh my god! I just want to shoot somebody in the head. Mostly me. You know what's worse than that phrase is that post credit scene. Terrible post credit scene. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, I mean, come on. DC posted it themselves, or I guess the Black Adam account. Oh, did they really? Wait, wait, that's so funny. They didn't wait. post the actual scene themselves. Like they like posted like who was in it. Okay, okay, oh. okay. Yeah, yeah. Today's okay. today's post. Yes, I, I just thought you meant like they posted the whole thing. No, 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 no. Before the movie came out, they posted. I, can I spoil this? Can I say this? Yeah, go ahead. Nobody gives a shit. At this point, we know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they posted uh, like a fake phone. That belongs to Black Adam texting Superman, like it was about like fighting or meeting or whatever. It's yeah. like, why? What are you? Why are you doing this? Because the movie's not even out yet. Fortunately, it's out in some people's hearts, and unfortunately, well, this isn't DC, so so I'm just not gonna. Yeah, you're right. Let's, let's circle back to Marvel. Uh, let's get into our topic of the show: Werewolf by Night. Released in 2022, just a few weeks ago. Direct, directorial debut by Michael Giacchino. Starring none other than uh, the GOAT, Gail Garcia Bernal. Fucking love that man. Uh, and, all, all, and Laura Donnelly as well, uh, as also Bloodstone. Let me read you uh, a little bit from the, the press uh, overview. Inspired by horror films of the 1930s and 1940s, Marvel Studios' chilling special presentation aims to evoke a sense of dread and macabre with plenty of suspense and scares along the way as we explore a new corner of the MCU. One more paragraph. The eerie tale follows a secret cabal of monster hunters who, on a dark and somber night, emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding Bloodstone Temple following the death of their leader. 
In a strange and, maca uh, and macabre memorial to the leader's life, the attendees find themselves thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic, a hunt that will ultimately bring them face-to-face -face with the dangerous monster. Top-level thoughts. Debut by uh, Jekino. Did you like Werewolf by Night? Ryan. This is what I want out of my MCU. This is the kind of shit that gets me going. Whole, the, the vibes on this. If we're just going vibe checks here. Immaculate. It was a great homage to classic horror. The black and white was super dope. Some really fun, weird character cameos in it. Overall, I thought it's to me this is the best thing to come out of Marvel in 2022. Over the movies, even themselves. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There hasn't been a movie I like this year. I don't. Did Spider Man come out this year or last year? That was December last that year. That was December. Yeah. yeah. Then there hasn't been a movie I've been a super big fan of. So this year was what Multiverse of Madness and and was there another movie? Thor. There must have Thor. been and Thor and Thor. Yeah. I, I really disliked Thor and Multiverse was fun, but I like this more. Ruben, how about you? I thought this was fantastic. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I mean, other than, than what the trailers have shown us, you know, like it's going to be a uh, 60s horror movie, I guess. Uh, what's the right decade, right? 30s and 40s. 30s, 30s and 40s. 40s. Yeah, I was close. I was close. Um, yeah, it, it was really, really good. I thought uh, it hit well and, you know, fucking twists, twists and turns, you know? Twist and turns, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought Giacchino was uh, did did very well for the first special presentation. For his first time directing, period, right? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, uh, I liked Werewolf by Night a lot. Uh, I think off the backs of me being cynical on so much of Disney Plus MCU TV, I mean even just Disney Plus TV in general, um, having something like this come out from the MCU, being like, yes. Let's go back to just making things cool again. Like, let's just tell a cool story. Uh, and, and I think and I think it works for this. Uh, in fact, I went so far as to even tweet that, like, I wished Disney Plus, the focus of it for Marvel, was these one-off special presentations. I think that would make for a lot stronger, um, I guess, shows, presentations, just period, on, on Disney. Is that going to be the reality? Of course not. And I get that. So at the very least, I would hope that moving forward, and I, th I feel like maybe they might pivot a little bit, that they focus on making these special presentations more of a focus uh, on their streaming service rather rather than just shows, period, across the board. If they just do focus on special presentations and then when, it, when it's right, do uh, TV shows when the need arises, I think it can make it for some really cool Disney Plus content. And I, and I like Werewolf by Night. I give it four stars out of five on... I'm sorry, no, I didn't. I don't, I don't rate the, the TV shows on Letterboxd, but I would have given it I four mean, stars a out of five. Presentation. It's a really good yeah, well, eh, I think it's a little muddy there. Uh, I liked it. I also really enjoy, like, having, uh, on the same week, having this and then Andor. So two Mexican uh, actors be the face of, of Disney for that week. Gail Garcia Bernal and Diego Luna. Uh, I thought was, like, refreshing. Werewolf by Night, a breath of fresh air in, in the streaming side of uh, the MCU. Were it not for Multiverse of Madness, I think I would agree with Ryan. This might have been my favorite thing coming out of Marvel in 2022. 
Um, it, it's funny that you, we brought up uh, Blade before. Like this, for me, this is how they should probably introduce whoever the villain is going to be in Blade or like the backstory of the Blade gang. I don't know anything about Blade, guys. Uh, the Blade gang, you know, like his, the person who turned him, I guess. I don't fucking know. Dracula? Is Dracula a thing in the MCU? Well, the yeah, that's a thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boom. There you go. Dracula. So you're saying you would like for the villain of Blade to be introduced via a uh, special presentation? I think... Uh, it, see, it's a little difficult. I, I think we should have... My personal thought would be to introduce... Not do this all the time, but like special villains would... Or characters, I guess would be introduced as special presentations and then like have them introduced into the movie so like uh a movie where where the the runtime is only like an hour and a half an hour two hours uh max where we can't introduce we can't give enough backstory for the villain or the backstory for the character boom bring them in here but put this out the week before the movie comes out you probably want to put it out a bit earlier, just so everyone who hasn't gotten a chance to yeah, watch yeah, it can yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah, but, right, right, right. But, I mean, I understand. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad idea. No. Um, I think you run into the risk of uh, having people be like complain that oh, it, it's too tiresome to keep up because all these things are releasing before the movie. Like, why can't things just exist in the movie? But I do agree with you. Like, it could go a long way. Like, if you only have so so much time. Like, look to Thor: Love and Thunder, which. Yeah, Christian Bale's a great actor, but was he given a lot of time to really exist in the role of Gore? No. Would he have benefited from having something beforehand to establish that character? Maybe. Ruben, you might be onto something there. God, I'd love to see those cut scenes. Oh, the, yeah, there was like... They had like, more shit, right? Yeah, they had a bunch of shit where they couldn't use it, but it was like him like scarring himself and stuff. And I'm like, that would have just been six scenes. I agree. I will say, I'm sorry, one more thing. I will say this would mm-hmm. be an ex, uh, an excellent way to introduce one of the variants for King. Via special presentation? Yes. Perfect. I, I know exactly the person that I'm thinking of. Okay, who? The first King. Is the one that... Well, not, not the first King. Well, you know what I mean. The, the one that... Uh, um, What's his name? He Who Remains was talking about, like, the first Kang that opened up the multiverse or whatever. That started the war, I guess. Is he not the one the Avengers are eventually going to fight? Maybe. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess we don't know. You're right. We don't know. What we do know uh, is World by Night was uh, much different. Uh... Very much Halloween vibes. The, the, the thing that I really liked is that they nailed the atmosphere. Let me tell you about something. Because it's both uh, both a, uh, something that I like, but also a little bit of a criticism here. Uh, how refreshing it was to have actual sets built. Like, this presentation has texture in the frames. Like, it, the actors moving in it. It feels weird to call that refreshing when, like, that should be the normal. For, but, like, MCU doesn't operate that way. It's just, it's mostly gr- blue screens now and chroma keys, right? So having sets goes so far. But, dude, like, the black and white, 
just off the bat with the title works. My complaint is uh, they, I wish they would have gone a bit farther. I had to look up the cinematographer, uh, Zoe White. There's some cool things going on. Like, obviously, it's an ode to 30s and 40s movies. So, like, things that I noticed were, like, the, the film burns that were visually added. So you're getting, like, the little bit of grain, and you're getting, like, the little burns every now and then, like the dust. Uh, and that was nice, but it's shot digitally. It's not actually shot on film like it would have been in the 30s and 40s. So, like, I would have liked them to go a bit farther just to, just to really hammer down the point, like, yes, this is, like, a thing that we're actually doing. We're going to make a cool thing. There's texture to this. But uh, digital is cheaper. I, I understand that. Um, so... It, it still looks cool, and it, and it set the, the atmosphere right. How did you guys feel about the black and white use? Right. Uh, okay. Um, I loved it. I mean, I, I, I dig old horror movies. I dig a lot of the, um, the vibes that black and white brings. Because instead of looking for all the colors and stuff, you're really focusing in now on characters and what they're doing and all that. Mm. I like a lot of that with black and white. Um, and then, yeah, it just brings a really good horror vibe to it that they were working for. Dude, so, when they're, yeah. uh, when they're walking first into, I guess, like, what, the maze or whatever it is, like, where they're gonna, like, one the by one. The hunting grounds. hunting grounds. Yeah. And, then, like, they're blasting those, like, trumpets and, like, fire is, like, shooting out. Like, come on. Like, the, the vibes there were, they nailed. Come oh, on. Yeah. Ruben, how about you? Uh, I thought it was great. The, the the scene that stood out for me most was just the uh, when he's turning into the werewolf. Just fucking aesthetically pleasing, you know? Like, you, you don't see him uh, when he's fully turned. You don't really see him until you... Like, they give you the full final reveal. Uh, it, was, it was great. I, I loved and, and yeah, and the thing that works about that too is like that does pay homage to where things used to happen off screen or you would yeah. see like their shadows turning and it's it's like the cinema of the unknown a little bit like mm-hmm. or of the imagination where like it's almost scarier just to imagine it in your head rather than right. actually see it. And you're right, it does work. You also get that cool uh, like almost Captain America, like something you would see like in a Captain America scene where like jack as where as the werewolf is ripping dudes apart in that yeah. oh, right in yeah. front of the elevator which is fucking ill come on i, like I, was, I was surprised yeah no i was just gonna say i like how there was one guy left and he's just standing there instead of retreating he's just standing there waiting to die mm-hmm. it'd be like that dude so scared to move i mean yeah i guess i was a little bit surprised at how violent they let it be though. I'm glad it was. Oh, I thought, I thought, Same. It, I thought yes. that was one of the best parts. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Hey, you, you I, like, I like when I like when Marvel gets to push the edge a little bit. It's a little I fun. Agree. Your soap and blade is edgy. It needs to be. It needs to be. Yeah. Oh, Blade I mean, if, if, Blade needs it, yeah. Can I be real? If they're already going to to do an R rating movie with um Deadpool. I think it's worth consideration, like, why not also have an R rating for Blade? I think, yeah, if any movie's going to be R-rated, it, it should definitely be Blade, just because of the the violence and gore that should be happening in that That, that should be in it, yeah, if you're killing vampires and stuff. Yeah, yeah he that should, should be happen. slashing vampires just apart with a katana. Yeah. 
That's it's so easy, Marvel. Come on. <laughs> Just let it happen. Come on. Honestly, I, Ryan, I, I wouldn't be surprised if after the, the good reception we got from this, they hit up Giacchino and like, hey. No, I, I don't know if he'll they'll he'll they'll let him direct the whole movie. I don't think yet. they would, but like it would be, impre- I would be impressed if he could pull off a Blade movie. I would I would as well, but I do think like. I was a bit nervous beforehand. Like uh, Jake, you know, had hadn't done any kind of directing. So I was like, yeah, "It's a special presentation. It's kind of big. Let's, how, you know, is he gonna land it?" And he does. Like he showed that he does have directing chops, which I think is. It's really cool, and I, I hope they let him make more stuff uh, in the future, more other like just one-off right. cool shit. I mean, for for me, it's also like Giacchino knows obviously the music side of the business, but like mm. he's shown that he could pull it off with this. So I feel yeah. like whatever he does next is gonna be like fucking amazing. Whether it be his, uh, my. my I mean directorial debut, right? Like for movies. I'm, I'm glad Jacino also did the the score for this too. Yeah. Like, obviously, there, there's a lot less music in it because it's only like an hour long thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I always go back to like when they're walking to the hunting grounds, like the 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 music there and just the overall tone. It rocks. The music there is real good. A lot of the music in the chase scenes, like where they're running through uh, the maze and everything, is really good. No, overall, right. the music slapped in this. Ryan mentioned characters. Obviously, uh, one we have to touch on, the, uh, you know, our lead, Gil Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell. What would you guys think about him? Because I, I fucking loved him, dude. I, I thought he was so awesome. Oh, he was great. I absolutely loved him. He was just the right amount of awkward. Yeah. We are like, what's up with this guy? Yeah. <laughs> But funny yeah, but and sincere, but still yeah. just a little awkward. He's like, you can tell he is not in a place he should be. <laughs> All the these other me... eclectic hunters that feel like they're out of a nineteen twenties, like just straight characters, and then this guy. I loved that. I thought he was fantastic. The thing for me is like everyone. You're right, because everyone else that's in this fucking in their little ceremony is a hunter and like they feel like cartoony they feel like someone that's like very much like a, a, a that's a saturday morning villain right yeah a villain yeah but they, they yeah. feel cold because of that right uh but mm-hmm. gail maybe in a little bit of his awkwardness feels like a warm character and i think i think it has something to do with his eyes whatever they did to he's like, a little bit of like uh makeup underneath his eyes but there's like a almost like a sadness behind it that you can't quite pinpoint obviously mm-hmm. the werewolf stuff uh, but I think for me, it was like he's a charismatic dude at the end of the day. He still kind of has that little bit of like humor in it and like levity. And especially when he meets Man Thing and it comes out, I thought now was great. There's my boy. I oh, was okay. hyped talk- to see some Man Thing. <laughs> talk to me about Man Thing. What'd you think? Man Thing, uh, first off, he looked fantastic. He did. He looked great. He was just a weird giant monster. Um, I love, like, weird swamp monster characters like Swamp Fang, like Man Fang. Um, where they are just these weird... I just like this whole horror side that we're going into with Marvel right here. Mm. Mm. I think there's a lot of fun to be had. 
and these early Marvel stories before Marvel was in the supernatural, their main gig was horror. The places where Doctor Strange came out of and all this. Uh, Manfing is very important to that. He's basically just a weird spirit god of the forest. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's fun to see him. Does anyone know? Is that where, like, the Bloodstone, like, uh, I guess, what, help? it boosts his powers but also angers him? Does that have anything to do yeah, with, like... Yeah, it's like, it just basically... Anything of the supernatural, it just kind of pisses off. Got it. Yeah. It's like, it's like basically like, uh, like think needle in your side, kind of mm. deal. I don't think it okay. boosted their powers. It was more of like it weakened them, but it, also it weakened them, but it makes them aggressive. Oh, weaken it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank yeah. You, thank you. No I had that. I had that reversed. Uh, what do you think about uh, Swamp Thing? Sorry, not Swamp. Swamp Thing. Man Thing. Swamp Thing was a horrible DC show. Christian, I don't know if you saw it. It only lasted three episodes, and then they canceled it. I no, I did not. I did not. <laughs> and that's uh, I'd be being gen- very generous with that three episodes. I'm pretty sure it was just the one, and then they were like, "No, this is bad." But anyway, uh, man, thing I thought should was, I what should I be calling him Ted? By the way, since that's his name, you you probably should. Uh, man, thing is is very <laughs> it's below you. Quite honestly, I'm a little offended. I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I thought he looked spectacular. I, I don't really know much about Man Thing. I was trying to, to, uh, to, before the show, I was trying to see if New Rockstars had a video on, like, the special hidden, uh, Easter eggs for, uh, Werewolf by Night, just to refresh my memory. Uh, but, yeah, it, it looked great. I thought it was a nice twist at the end where he was, where they were kind of arguing, like, who takes care of who, you know? Um, I am interested to see if we'll, we'll see these two again in the future. I don't know. Um, I, I, we're definitely going to see these characters again. This can't be it for them. My thing is... Uh... I think what what works is making Man Thing be that like Groot Groot like figure, yeah, Groot like figure, um, and people like people love Groot, and if you make anyone be like Groot, they're gonna love it. And obviously, like on Twitter, people love Man Thing. Um, so I I think it, what I said I am Man Thing. I that's funny. Yeah. Uh, but I think you guys are referring to the part where like it turns to color like the next yeah. day. Yeah. And they're both just sitting right there, like, having coffee and just, like, chilling. Um, now, yeah, like, okay, tell me. I want to talk about that scene for a second. When did you guys realize this was the modern day and not, like, 19, like, 10? Because I, still... I didn't realize it was the modern day till they were like, let's go get sushi. And I was like, oh, this got to be pre, this got to be 80s up. <laughs> I guess I always just kind of assumed it was taking place now. Oh. In our, in our I didn't. I was very much just like, because one guy was wearing a monocle. Yeah. I was, the minute I see a monocle, I am dating it at least in the 1910s. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a really good question. Honestly, the thought didn't cross my mind until Ryan just said it. For me, I, I, I guess it was like Elsa Bloodstone. I don't know. Like for, for for me, she felt like a bit more of a modern character. I guess that's fair. That's fair. But even then, she's wearing like a leather jacket. It could have been the fifties. It, it easily, right? Yeah, it's just like yeah. a leather jacket and boots, like that. Yeah, people were wearing that for sure in 
forties. She kind know? of reminded me of Jessica Jones. And that's not a bad. Do thing. I? Can we talk about Elsa a little bit as well? Because I I thought she was great. My yeah. my question was going to be like, will Elsa return in something else as well? Because I, I I think you guys are right. I think Jack and Ted will return in something else. But Elsa Bloodstone, she could probably pop pop up in like something like Blade. To be honest, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because yeah, well, one the uh, just to imagine seeing the Bloodstone pop up again in an MCU property just throws off like pretty much Doctor Strange I think of I don't know why because I guess Multiverse of Madness but um it's... the spookiness of it all no just like the chaos magic and him dealing okay. with that yeah um oh it's just thought just crossed my mind what if this is how they bring back Wanda with the bloodstone there I mean, she's not dead. I mean, we don't right. know that she's dead. Or we don't know. They are. I mean, Kevin Feige already confirmed it even. Oh, did he? Like, it was pretty obvious at the end of the movie that like, yeah, she ain't she dead. Finished. Okay, okay. I just wanted to double yeah. check. Okay. Whatever happened. I don't know. Who knows? Man. I I guess I, one thing I wanted to mention, too, is, like, I thought it was pretty smart, their use of colors. Like, they held back on, on using it only in specific moments. Like, obviously, when you think of... <laughs> color in black and white movies my my go-to is always uh schindler's list they have three use of color of the colors red in that to like really pinpoint stuff for here it's it's not as as deep it's just like the bloodstone is is, is red uh but i don't know i i did like it it like it, I, it maybe worked. it adds a little bit of weight to the bloodstone it works yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. uh mm-hmm. like that that is an artifact that exists in the mcu my question is like ruben kind of alluded to it but like where else could this pop up if it does? Honestly, it's like you said, Blade. I, I think that's the only place yeah. they could probably pop up. So, with her now having and everything, she is a known monster hunter in at least the comics. I don't know what they're going to do with her in going forward in MCU, but she has ties to pretty much all of the mystical side of the MC of uh, Marvel. So you have Doctor Strange, you have Blade. Um there's a lot of places I could see. She's also a not villain but not hero. So she could end up on like, one of the random shows. I forget which one is uh is coming out that's about all the anti-heroes. With the uh, team that was getting made. Black yeah. Man. You could see her appear as a Thunderbolt. I could see that. There's a lot of places she could appear. Is the Thunderbolts a movie, though? Isn't it a movie? Yeah. I thought it was a TV show. No, I think it's a movie. No, I think it's a movie. Is yeah. it a movie? Yeah. Okay. Can't put Harrison I don't know why I thought it got canceled, but it became a TV show. I think it kicks off Phase 6. Yeah. Or it ends Phase 5, one of those two. Yeah. No, I don't think what so. I... Well, didn't we everything just get moved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did get three delays. <laughs> Which we talked about last week, and that's most likely a good thing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Definitely. Sorry, Everything buddy. needs a bit more time in the oven. That's what she said. Any more, any more notes? These are mostly my notes that we covered everything. I think ambiance is, I think, the biggest thing. Like, really hammering on, on atmosphere and, and f- physical presence, again. Like, I can't understate enough. Uh, or, or, I guess, overstate. Um, how awesome it is to have sets being built and the actors can can 
work in. It gives it an entirely different feel that I wish more MCU projects did moving forward, to be honest. I will happen to I will have to agree. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking to see one. It looks like it's phase five. Yeah, I think I it ends think, phase five. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I, I, again, I'm I'm still looking. But Ryan, what do you think? What do any I final think? Notes? Of, like any final notes? Let me think here real quick. Um, this is just for the past probably since Avengers, uh, Endgame. The things I have enjoyed the most out of MCU is not it trying to be what it was for over a decade. Retelling of major superhero stories. I'm liking these weird sub-changes in genre and all that that do happen inside the universe of the MCU, but it doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Things like this, Shang-Chi, even Doctor Strange with all the horror-inspired elements... And everything inside of it. Um, mm-hmm. These are the movies that are really getting me in these fa- in this phase we've been in. This kind of stuff right here. When the MCU isn't... It's a world that people can tell any kind of story in. Not just a superhero story. That's yeah. where I think it shines the best. And I'm excited to see more projects like this. And that's... Oh, okay, Ruben, go ahead. Uh, sorry, Thunderbolts is going to be released July 26, 2024. This is right after Captain America New World Order and right before Blade. Yeah. So I think Blade was going to be beforehand. I think Thunderbolts was supposed to end yes. Phase 5 and then it yes. got pushed back. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. Uh, Ryan, I agree. Uh, I think... I agree, but in a, in a different way. I think, for me, it's... Um, let Marvel make cool stuff first that's cool for the sake of being cool and not having to do with anything that we've already seen, which is just, like, that superhero-focused, the tried-and-true MCU formula. Like, no, let's just tell something cool uh, with a, with an interesting story, with, you know, proper production behind it, uh, and and hopefully audiences will will resonate with it. Case in point is, is Shang-Chi. Like, that is my, my marker for, like, is it the best MCU from Phase 4? I think that's up for discussion. It might be. It's certainly my favorite, even though I don't call it the best. But, like, that is a cool project. And, like, first and foremost, and, like, that's one of the reasons why I succeed. Multiverse of Madness, maybe it didn't hit with others, but you, we can all agree, like, it was, like, a... Crazy. They tried to do, like, a unique project on its own. Maybe it didn't land it for everyone. That's okay. They tried something, and for me, that's refreshing. Werewolf by Night, the exact same thing. They're doing something different. It's unique. And it, lo and behold, it's cool because of that, just on its own. And because it's cool on its own, and because it's refreshing, I'm more uh, likely to resonate with it and just find find it more appealing, as opposed to like the other stuff we've been getting on Disney Plus. So I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, honestly, I, I I have to agree with Christian here. I think that it, it, I would rather them see. Well, I would rather them do different things like again let's go to shang chi shang chi is different in the sense of like this was supposed to be the it was supposed to be like the first mcu movie where the character actually i don't know how to put this i guess it was it was a martial arts movie more than a a superhero movie that makes sense yeah 
So like, which is what it needed to be. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why it's my favorite movie of the phase. I think it was just an awesome martial arts movie. Yeah. Um. So I, I would expect them to not drastically shift everything to be different because then if everything's different, it's all the same still. Uh, but I, I do like the diamonds. And no, the Ed, that's not true. If everything's different, everything's different. Well, I meant like the same different. I, I just, at the end of the day, I spent 10 years watching meet hero, meet hero, meet hero, team up movie phase end, meet hero and repeat till we get to, Thanos and Endgame. I've seen you tell that story. It's one of the most impressive feats I've ever seen. Was right. the build up over ten years? That's amazing. You did it. Now that you've done that, it's not time to rebuild and start showing me a bunch of characters again to build a team. Show me some weirder sides of the MCU, like you're doing yes. with Werewolf by Night. I want to see these deep dark corners, where. There are really unique stories to be told. And I There's think a tweet. Uh-huh. we're going in the right direction here. But uh, yeah. yeah, what's the tweet? I agree. There's, there's a tweet that uh, I'm referencing. This is from October 7th, 2021 from Doc Future. And this, I think, is a good way that describes uh, the way I feel about MCU projects, specifically on Disney Plus a lot. And it's getting into what Ryan was getting at as well. <clears throat> Back in the day, if you did if you did a TV show called Surf Dracula... You'd see that fool surfing every week in a new adventure. But in the streaming era, the entire first season got to be a long-ass flashback to how he got the surfboard until you finally get to see him <laughs> surf for five minutes in the finale. That has been that has been the formula for pretty much almost every single uh, Disney Plus uh, MCU project. Not all of them. Wanda's different. People like, you know, Loki is different as well. Um, but, like, for the, for the most, for the rest of them, like, that has been their go-to. Well, so if you if you think about it right there with Wanda and Loki, already no named characters, characters that we have extensive time with, they're not brand new. Yes, because that's really been what it is with a lot of the TV show ones. Is it's a brand new character getting introduced? You're right, and even when and it then, is a brand new character like uh, Captain America, it, the, the the show is about him. Oh my getting god, that I, suit and I keep on forgetting the that show. I keep forgetting that exists. <laughs> I forget a lot of the shows exist. That's but fair. Anyway. Fair. <laughs> uh, I got a couple final questions that's going to close us out. Um, special presentations. This was our first. There's going to be more. I believe Armor Wars was supposed to be a special presentation, but that got shifted over to a movie. No, Armor Wars was supposed to be a TV show that got shifted to a movie. Oh, it wasn't a presentation, it was a TV no. show? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. What we do have is now we know that Marvel's Silver Surfer is going to be a special presentation. Fuck yeah, uh, how we, baby. Ruben's like, okay, tell me about, all right, Ruben, how are you feeling? I mean, what are your thoughts on this? I, I, this is the first I hear of this, and I'm, I'm kind of glad because that was the problem with, again, we're going to talk about the Fox fantastic Four I'm, two movie I'm, i have to interrupt i'm sorry i thought it was confirmed it's it's a rumor i would but, i would like that to happen okay Kevin yeah Maggie, I'll, I'll send you my uh notes for the for the uh tomorrow's morning meeting so just be prepared um yeah i i would like that just to 
don't throw us into him already being the silver surfer and then just like like you said give us a flashback of like this is how i became the silver surfer and he's on his way to a fucking planet and the whole movie is a flashback of him turning into the silver surfer and then at the end he's like bringing the galactus message uh no don't do that give us a good story as to why he's the silver surfer (laughs) No, you no. We don't need that. This is literally what we just said. We, he's the silver surfer. It does no Listen. reason for I, he's he's silver and he's on a surfboard in space. Yeah, That's all t- I need. Tell us how he got that surfboard. You know, I don't give a no. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? I can come later. I want to see weird, trippy, nineteen sixties like space shit, lost in space style. No, with no. This dude just cruising through space. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, guys. Uh, again, as a callback to what. Christian, the tweet that Christian was talking about. Uh, no, yeah, I would definitely like to see not a day in the life, but like him doing the deeds, you know, like him. Oh, you want to see him do the deed? You want, oh, you, you know what I mean? Gross. Silvered. <laughs> I want him to. I want to see the first scene we should see is him. Is like, he all silver? You gotta know. To, uh, no, we don't have to know. <laughs> Him Does the, the surfboard match the drapes? Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out in this special presentation. Um, we need to see him, like, the first scene needs to set the tone for what the character is. And as far as I remember, the character of Silver Surfer is, he's Paul Revere, you know? Not really Paul Revere, he's the anti-Paul Revere, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. says, yo, your plan's gonna get eaten. There's nothing you can do about it. So, I'm out of here now. But yeah, Galactus I have to go coming. name the... I have to go name... <laughs> I have to go tell the next planet that who's fucked up. Um, yeah, just give us some... That has to be, like, the first scene. And just give us some interactions with Galactus about why he's doing it, if he's showing some remorse, you know? Some, some stuff, you know? Yeah. There you go. Some stuff. Honestly, I say do all of that and have the last five minutes be a conversation of Galactus and then cut it. Oh, Let Galactus be... Style. Oh, 100%. I think Galactus is going to be what I'm going to guess is the Phase 7 major villain if we're going this far out. Mm. Galactus is such a huge world-eating monster that it will have to be a major villain. Not of one movie, but of a whole phase. I mean, he's been teased since phase one, you know? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, well, uh, they didn't but... know what they were doing in phase one. They were just doing whatever. Yeah, they just throwing shit <laughs> oh, the dream. The board, oh, the know? dream. <laughs> Let's make an Iron Man. Let's make it a second Iron Man and add Mickey Rourke to it. Oh, God. Give him electric whips. <laughs> uh, Iron Man 2. <laughs> Bad movie. Is it, is, it, is it a good movie? No, but like... It's a really bad movie, Christian. Just for vi- making vis- Visually, it looks better than Ant-Man Quantumania. I don't know He's if we can hacked. go there, you know? I mean, pe- look, no. go look online. People are calling Quantumania fucking Spy Kids, or the, they look like the prequels. Listen, it's too... You can't just... It looks like Sharkboy and Lava Girl. It's apples versus oranges, Yeah. Okay? <laughs> It's apples versus oranges. It's not. It looks like shit. Iron Man 2 looks better than Quantumania. It's Iron Man 2 didn't apples. need the fucking volume, okay? Iron Man 2 wasn't in the fucking quantum realm. We didn't no, need to misuse the volume it. like this. 
You got me there. Yeah. We have what? We have one more. Tony uh, built this in a cave. Okay. Nice. <laughs> one final presentation so to cover. This one is confirmed. And it's for this year. It's December. Can you guess what it is? You remember this? Yeah, it's uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Directed by James Gunn. I don't know. Wait, man. James don't... Gunn's directing it? Yeah. Yeah, and he wrote it. I didn't know that. He's I know. I didn't know he did that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That would be so weird yeah. if they just gave it to somebody else, you know? Well, I didn't know if he's the kind of guy who would come and do that kind of thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure this was his idea. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's amazing. I, think, yeah, I love yeah. all of that. Yeah. So are we excited for the Guardian special? I, I think I think it has the potential to be just as unique and, and cool as Werewolf by Night. Especially if James Gunn is behind it. I think it's going to be a sleeper hit for for MCU streaming content. I mean, let's see if Peacemaker pops up, you know? No, why would he? <laughs> why? It's gun universe, that's why. If the it's like a TV like... show that they see, you know? John Cena's just on the fucking Milano. No, no, it's a TV show that they're watching, you know? I'm sure James oh. will throw it into there somehow, you know? Just get some cross-pollination. I can see his helmet kicking around. That'd be kind of funny. It would. But, um, no, for that, I think it, yeah, now that I've heard more about it, I have my info here, that, that gets me excited, James Gunn doing a holiday special, that's gonna be weird and fun. Now, Having for, the Guardians back, fun. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I picture this as an animated special. No. Okay, so. This I don't, I don't think it is. Part. Okay, okay, good. good. Yeah. I mean, I am Groot was, you know, we're only getting one animated Chris Pratt in the next 12 months. It's a me. Oh, God, (laughs) dude. That voice. He's going to say it's Mario. Mario. (laughs) It's Mario. If that happened, I I would actually like that performance more. Stop. No, for some reason. I think so. Yeah. Just lean into it. He's just going to say, well, we have that video of him. Uh, like saying, it's a me, Mario, and then he's like, "No, oh, we voice. do." <laughs> like, yeah. This is definitely the and voice, it, and it was the voice. It, it was. was the voice. Yeah, yeah. fucking liar. Uh, any closing thoughts here on MCU special presentations? On a scale of one to ten, how funny would it be if we just see Chris Pratt in this holiday special in blue uh, overalls and a red shirt? One. Not funny. No, not funny at all. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Almost as funny as uh, "Thank you, Spider-Man." Wow, you can't compare the two. Come on, you guys don't know humor. Dude, here's the thing: the it, in the theater, if they, if they, if this was not a joke in the trailer, and they left that for the theater, I would laugh at this in the theater because it's it's different. I'm in the moment, but if I'm just like at home with my fucking blankie on, eating oatmeal, like, oh, let's pop this trailer and see what it's, it's all about. Like I'm, it's not the same mindset. So I'm not gonna laugh at it in the trailer. Watching this trailer on the clock. Absolutely. <laughs> oh wow! Did, did any of us not watch this trailer on the clock? I was off today, so yeah, I didn't watch this on the okay. clock. Okay. Yeah, that's not, that's your problem. <laughs> Is it my problem? I don't know. If, I had to watch yeah. a shitty uh, Twitter link video for it because it leaked on Twitter first. But it, I, I think it did leak. I think it was accidentally posted, and then it. Yeah, like posted a... an hour later. Uh, an hour later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just embargoed a bit too early. Speaking of, by the way, I don't know if, don't know if Ruben, you know, but there are 
Ragnarok spoilers. Yes, I do know. Online. I, 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 I'm yeah. no longer on Twitter. Oof, is, just off of it. I wish I, I wish I was strong enough. I, I, mean, I, I don't use enough. Twitter at all, you know, but yeah. Sure, sure, sure. That's going to do it for us for Werewolf by Night. I, we're, I mean, we're not ranking this, so we don't have to rank it anywhere. R- Ryan would rank it above any, anything phase four, so we have that. Ruben, I guess, you know. Yeah, but Ryan, is your this feet. better than like the Green Goblin? Is the question you really have to ask yourself? Like Green Goblin in in general? <laughs> no, <laughs> the Green Goblin that was in Spider-Man No Way Home. You know, he just like demolished Peter's life twice, not once but twice. Yeah, this is better than William Defoe, uh, um, mid act doing really well in the middle there when he was like reformed kinda and then he was crazy again i wasn't super into it nah, but yes crazy. this is better nah, you're crazy no way home i'm not getting into no way home right now i don't have the time for it i don't either i gave that movie four and a half stars on letterbox a, a nine out of ten five. in my head and yet and yet and yet i'm it's like it was it a good movie yes. i don't think it was a good movie i don't know no, it, wasn't. it, was it might not it be a good stop. movie <laughs> no I won't have this slander, okay? Yeah. Anyway, that is going to do it for our Werewolf by Night review. Uh, Ryan likes it. Ruben likes it. I like it. Let's get more of, of these special presentations rolling over on Disney+. Plus. But until then, Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me at RyanTheLion3055 on Twitter for wherever and whenever I'll be on this wild world of the internet. Ruben, how about you? Uh, you can find not me on Twitter, apparently. I mean, not, not <laughs> off until, Twitter for the next two weeks. Not until yeah, the Ragnarok comes out. You know, uh, is that the mm-hmm. fourth or the ninth? That's the ninth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's ooh same week ooh, as uh Black Panther. Black Panther. And Sonic Frontiers. I mean, that's even better. Like, come on. And After Sun. After Sun, directed by Charlotte Wells, starring uh, Paul Mescal. Everyone, walk, go watch After Sun on 11 11. Let's go. Uh, Ruben, go, continue. That's, that's, a, that's a, I don't know. Um, we might be doing a, a Twitch watch party later this week for um, the peripheral. So we'll see about that. Uh, Point in Progress did their fucking uh, ad-sponsored Twitch par- uh, watch party, but like, you know, there's no, there's not gonna be any ads. So come hang out with us. I don't know if there were ads for them. There weren't ads. I'll just fuck with them. Uh, perfect. Christian, where then can we la- you? thank you. You can follow me at ISO Christian to keep up with everything that I do. That's my one-stop shop. I also just post about the vinyls I've received in the mail recently, like today. Yeah. Arctic Monkeys, baby. Oh, uh, yes. Album? Yeah, it took, it took a while for the record to actually come in, but yeah, I got the mm-hmm. deluxe, whatever, uh, special edition, whatever. Apparently, I learned something new today. Kojima still uses his Walkman. Listening to that. He called, of course, Kojima yeah. still uses no. his Walkman. No, no, it's a bit. Yeah, yeah. I know. But it's just funny. Like, I haven't heard the word Walkman in years. <laughs> Yeah. Love that man. Yeah. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us. That's gonna do it for us here at the Ultimate Conquest for Marvel Mondays. Until next time. <laughs>